Hi everybody and welcome back to season one episode seven. We are back with the amazing rewatch podcast and this was a good episode. I have a lot of notes actually so yeah (laughs) and to just kind of update you guys this is our first time recording our podcast um, in our own spaces. We've up until now we've like gotten together gone from one house to the other house done it in person so this is a bit of an experiment but i think we can make it work (laughs) (laughs) yeah hopefully we can make it sound good for you guys and it'll be better for us because we just have too many things too many children too many (laughs) too far to go so yeah we gotta make this work this will make it much easier so we start the episode with a recap of the airport incident we're back to that again Still, this airport thing is seriously. <laughs> so, as a as a reminder, if you forgot, I don't know how you could forget, <laughs> but uh, some of the teams were trying to get on a plane that was like ready to leave right then, and Team Guido blocked the doorway on purpose to like make them try to make them miss their flight. And it sounds like there was some accidental or maybe non-accidental pushing and. Was it Kevin? Kevin's the tall one, right? Yeah, Kevin threatening Wait, to... No, Drew is the tall one. Oh my gosh, why can I not remember any of these people? I know, I keep getting them mixed up too. <laughs> All teams should be required to be like male and female so I can keep them apart because... If... So, yeah, the way that I was trying to remember actually the last episode was like, Drew is bald, so B starts with... Bald starts with B and a B looks like a D, so... Drew is the bottom. <laughs> That's a That's why I remember a roundabout way, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that'll help you. Drew threatens to break somebody's legs and it just all turned into a mess and we talked about it for ever last episode and we're talking about it again, but yes. Everybody was upset. But Phil announces that there is a fast forward available on this leg and then teams are getting ready to leave after their mandatory 12-hour rest period. So they explained that the fast forward on this leg is called boat in wait, boat in boat? Oh, I wrote it down. Boat in moat, right? Boat in, yeah, something like that. <laughs> so they have to get to a castle that is 50 miles away with only a picture as a clue and they have to look for the clue in the moat while rowing a boat. <laughs> wait are we at that point already yeah i think they do it before they even that's like the very first thing oh okay before they even get up like where they're going next or anything like that it's like they because frank and margarita are the first one to leave because they were the first to get to pit stop last time and they open the fast forward and they're the ones that decide to do it they read the clue boat and moat and they decide to go for it Oh, yeah. the fa- Okay. Sorry. I'm, like, thinking we're talking about the detour, but we're not. The fast forward is boat in moat. You're right. Okay. But it doesn't open until 7.30, so they have a little bit of time to wait, and they're just hoping that no other teams get there before them or find it before them, just because they only have a picture as a clue to get there. Yes. And then, meanwhile, everybody else opens their clues, and the first clue is immediately a detour. Mm-hmm. With the choices of glide or ride. So this, they're still located in 
northern Italy in the Bologna region. Mm-hmm. Um, so they haven't left that part where they went to their first, their last pit stop. So if they choose Glide, they can get to the train station by free taxi. But one of the team members has to ride in a glider and the other one rides in the taxi. Or ride, they can both take an 8-kilometer bike ride to the train station. And both of these tasks don't open until 9 a.m. Yeah, and if you do the glider plane, it's first come, first serve, and so you have to kind of wait in line. And it seemed like it took a while Mm -hmm. because you had to, like, load up in the plane and get up in the air, do all those tricks. And so you could either do, like, the slower but cooler task of being in the glider plane or... Eight kilometers is not that far. I don't even ride bikes, and I could probably make it eight kilometers. <laughs> yeah, that would only be like what five, five, four or five miles. Yeah, and there's I probably would have just picked the bike one right from the beginning. Probably me too, because there was plenty of bikes. It's a short ride, and that you can like can you can control that. I would have picked bikes too, but the only thing that I was thinking. I'm like, I haven't ridden a bike in a while, and they're carrying these ginormous backpacks. <laughs> it's like another person on the back of the bike. Oh my gosh, that reminds me. I mean, we can probably talk about this now, because if we go in order, we're not going to talk about this for like six years, but <laughs> you remember the, it, I don't know, season like 29 or something, where it was like the people that didn't know each other and were teamed up. I Yes. Team fun, exactly team right. fun, and yes. that that bike that he had to ride in vietnam with like all those baskets anyway mm-hmm. that just got me... eliminated because he got heat stroke yeah yeah stay tuned for that episode in you know 20 <laughs> yeah. 28 seasons <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah i know it's like early in the day it seems nice weather it seems a nice place to ride a bike actually it doesn't seem like too busy of streets and stuff because yeah some seasons in the future you see people riding bikes like in these so like scary terrifying roads yeah this one seems fine and pretty easy so anyways rob and brennan they choose glider and they're the first ones to get there once again they don't open until nine o'clock and then drew and kevin show up and they're like should we go do the bikes or just wait for this and then they're like we don't want to hang out with bert and ernie so we're just gonna stay here (laughs) yes it's like well you might make a dumb decision just based on that but yeah, Rob and Brennan, like, they kind of had a good strategy because they were like, we'll go there, and if we're first in line, then we'll stay. If we're not first in line, then we'll go to the other one. Because they left early in the morning before these tasks, uh, like, before the operating hours. So they had time to kind of mm-hmm. decide. But they were first there, yeah. so. And all the other teams chose to do the bikes, mm-hmm. except for Frank and Margarita chose to do the fast forward. Mm-hmm. Does Frank speak Italian? Did you notice that? Like he was, I think he was talking to the cab driver in pretty not terrible sounding Italian. So, and then Margarita speaks French. So they've had that language advantage for a few legs at least, which is always nice. Yeah, because those countries in Africa spoke French too. So, Mm -hmm. but yeah, they get to their fast forward and they find it pretty quickly. It seemed like a pretty easy one. Well, so they went to. Ferrara, right, is the town that they, the or the castle in Ferrara, rowing the boat. It's raining. They're arguing. <laughs> it does seem like they're getting along better, though, than they were in the first few episodes. 
they're yeah, kind of hitting sure. hitting a good stride. So, yeah, for sure. And in the fast forward, there's the route info, and it says head to the pit stop in Agra, India. Which is which is just kind of like, whoa, okay, <laughs> all right, yeah, kind of crazy. But I think I guessed correctly last episode. I said I think I, they're going to go to Southeast Asia and they're going to India. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm pretty sure I said That's they're right. going back to Europe, so I was wrong. Going to India. I mean, I do we know how far ahead they are? In that situation, you're probably like, well, I hope we're far enough ahead that we can get to uh, the airport and get a flight that's before everybody else or else like that's a waste of the fast forward. Yeah. So I was thinking that, too. Like if I was in that situation, would I have chosen fast forward this leg? Because they're probably definitely going to get on a plane and get stuck with the crowd and the fast forward would be a waste. But also there's not very many legs left that they're even going to offer the fast forward. Yeah. If any. So they're like, take it now or fight for it at the end. So, yeah. And there wasn't any like airport drama or anything. So it seemed like just smooth sailing for them to get a flight. And it seemed super far ahead. Like the other teams, the bike and the glider thing haven't even opened yet. (laughs) Yeah. And they already have their pit stop info. So it seems like they're super far ahead. Well, I mean, when we get to the beginning of the next episode. So this is, we actually watched two episodes in a row and then we are recording so we know what happens in the next episode now too and they're 12 hours ahead of everybody anyway (laughs) back to this episode robin brennan do their gliding thing it works out fine and then drew and kevin do it after them and people are riding their bikes and doesn't seem too crazy (laughs) yeah and it just like all right let's get to the next thing yeah, Nancy and Emily and Lenny and Karen also obviously left the pit stop and there they decided to ride the bikes too. So so once they finally get there and they find the clue with the route info, it says get to the Red Fort Market in Delhi, India. And so everybody's kind of like, oh, wow, okay, we've got big decisions to make. Mm-hmm. Because the issue is they're not in a city with a major airport. They're pretty far away from like a major international airport. So they not only need to find flights, they need to find a way to get to an airport to get flights. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Phil mentions Rome or Milan as like major international airports. Uh, Milan is closer, but Rome is bigger. So Rome probably has more options, but it's further away. I don't, mm-hmm. they, so I looked up where this was on the map and like Venice is pretty close. Like that seems like it would have been the closest airport. I wonder why nobody tried for Venice. They nobody even like discussed that. I don't know. I'm sure there was a reason, but <laughs> uh, Robin Brennan and Joe and Bill, they go to the train station and they head to the Rome airport. Oh my gosh. Okay. We have to talk about this lady at the train station. <laughs> oh my gosh. I... So before we even recorded this, as I was watching this episode, I got on Marco Polo and I was like, Sadie, you have to look at this lady at the train station. Who does she remind you of? She looks exactly and acts exactly like our grandma. Like, I swear it was her. (laughs) If if anybody watches this episode themselves and like, it's such a small part, but for us, it's like, oh my God. (laughs) I... I rewound it like probably 15 times. It's at it's at 18 minutes and six seconds. I wrote it down so that if anybody that 
that knows us and knows Grandma Betty is listening to this, they can find it and they're going to know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> but I, my response was, it's not Grandma Betty because she's carrying her own bag. <laughs> That's the only thing that was different. Oh my gosh, it was like so funny. Yeah. So if anybody's <sighs> interested what our grandma looks like, you can <laughs> check it out for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody else goes to Milan and it's funny because like all, they're all trying to make their flight information or getting their tickets like over pay phones and stuff like that. I know. And it's just like so, so different. <laughs> pay phones still existed. Yeah. Drew and Kevin and all of them are trying to get on the train to Milan and Drew is trying to, or no, Kevin is trying to get on the phone and he's making, buying tickets for like everybody. He's buying tickets for Lenny and Karen and Nancy and Emily and him and Drew. And, like, the train is about to leave. And he's like, tell Drew to make a scene (laughs) so the train doesn't leave. He's like, he's loud. He can do it. He can make a scene. And so they're all trying to, like, walk slowly to the train, Mm -hmm. like, go in and out of the doors, like, pretend that they can't, like, and they finally make it, like, in the nick of time. But they have their tickets. And so it worked out. But very anxiety causing. I was like, ah. And that, like train worker the conductor i don't know he was like marching down that sidewalk like what are you doing stop this right now (laughs) but then the interesting thing is like no matter even if they left from rome or they left from italy they all met at the layover in copenhagen (laughs) yeah so it really didn't matter because they were all on the same flight from copenhagen to delhi which karen called for frank and marguerite delhi long gone she called it Delhi. Yeah. Oh my God, that would be that. like, that would be like my biggest fear being on national television and like saying something wrong and super embarrassingly. <laughs> Delhi isn't terrible. There are some place names that people like totally just butcher. Um, also, so, yeah. Karen, all... Karen looks super tall. Like I never really noticed how tall she was when she's standing by Lenny because he's tall too. But when Karen is standing next to like Nancy and Emily and Kevin, she's like a foot taller than them. I was like, wow, she's really tall. So yeah, they all kind of just like meet up there and they don't seem too happy to all see each other, but also they're kind of like, all right, we're on the same, the same foot. Like nobody's like so far, except for Frank and Margarita, but like they're all just happy, but not happy to see each other there. Yeah. Yeah. Frank and Margarita are basically at the pit stop already. Pretty much. (laughs) So, and it was, like, so pretty, that hill with the Taj Mahal behind them. Mm -hmm. That was a a fun pit stop. Yeah. India. That's where they're headed. And I'm going to get a little, give you a little bit of information about it. India, obviously, is located in South Asia. It is the seventh largest country by area and the second largest country by population. And it's the sixth largest market economy in the world, and it's one of the world's fastest growing economies. A bit of history about it, the British ruled it from 1858 to 1947, and then it was split between the Muslim-majority Pakistan and the Hindu-majority India. So it was just one British-ruled country, now it's the two countries. And it's now governed by a democratic parliamentary system, and the capital is New Delhi. And the official language is Hindi. And them being in New Delhi specifically, we looked up that information there. It is 
16 and a half square miles, but has a population of 21 million people, which is a lot. 21.75 million, to be exact, in the year 2011 was the last, like, complete census. Hmm. So that was 10 years ago, and there might, there probably is a There's lot more. probably way more than that now. This one, it says it's not an official census. The one in 2011 was. This one says 2021, 31 million. Huh. It's an estimate with a growth rate from 2001. I mean, 2011. So 31 million people in New Delhi. That's a huge city. Yeah. I mean, not really size-wise, like just people-wise. Like that is... Yeah, people-wise. <laughs> that is so many people in one place. Yeah, because what New York City only has like... 8 million. So that's five times this. Wait, no. I can't do math. 8, 16, (laughs) Like three times the amount of New York City. Yeah. Three or four. Wow. Huh. Crazy. No wonder they were having a hard time getting around. (laughs) And this episode is a very big culture shock to these teams. That was pretty much like the biggest part of the episode was like just everybody trying to figure this out because it was so different from all the places that they'd been to so far so we'll definitely get into that a little bit more coming going forward like they had a super hard time with like all the little kids that were begging for money and things Mm -hmm. like that but one thing i wanted to point out here is that this was filmed in 2001 and india has changed a lot even since that time like, when we're watching this episode, it kind of seems like it's in real time, but this was actually, like, a long time ago. Yeah, this is 20 years ago. So, kind of letting you know how it's changed since then. Yeah. Well... Because you've been to India, so... Yeah. Did you go to New Delhi? You... Um, just the airport is all, so I didn't really spend any time there. Okay. Um, but I was at the airport... There's 1.3 billion people in India as well. I was just is... going to ask you what the po- total population was. That's, That's so, so many people. That is so many people. Yeah. For reference, they have 412 people per square kilometer. The U.S. is only 36 people oh per my square gosh. kilometer. Yeah. They just like seemed like they were just packed in there so tight and yeah, just like not great living conditions. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely yeah. a, a shock to everybody. But like I was saying, so since 2000, more, India has more than doubled its hourly wage. Nice. And from the years tw- 2005 to 2015, India lifted 271 million people out of poverty. Wow. And their economy is like booming. And I mean, there's still, there's so many people and there's still so much poverty, but they're, I think they've changed a lot since this episode was filmed is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. But it's still, I mean, it wasn't like when I was watching it in my time there, it is a culture shock. So, yeah. And it's like, a very interesting place to go. I feel like they really leaned into that too. The, the long shots of the children with physical disabilities. And mm-hmm. it was like they were trying to like, I don't know if exploit them is the right word, but just, just to shock the audience, you know, they're like, wow, mm-hmm. look at how these people live. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't love it, but, and they keep, they pick India over and over. Like, we go to India so many seasons because mm-hmm. it's just so different, so. So, yeah, I do feel like the production very much focused on, like, the really hard, awful stuff. Mm-hmm. 
But it also made it seem like, oh my god, I would never visit that place. Look how awful and disgusting and mm-hmm. how dirty it is. Yeah. I honestly, it's one of my favorite places I've ever been. And I want to go back so bad. And it was like, the people are the nicest people ever. And there are places that are like perfectly, you feel perfectly fine and happy and clean there. I just don't want people to think from this episode they don't ever want to go there because it's a really amazing place. <laughs> and they made it seem like it was awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I also have to point out, I don't know if you noticed this, but it's not the first time this is going to happen. Nancy says on delay in the taxi to try to yeah. make him go faster. <laughs> yes. I'm like, okay, you cannot just say on delay or rapido to any taxi driver in any country that you're in. And it happens all the time, so. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> I know, like, I, I, you find the teams, like, throughout the series who kind of are more appreciative of the cultures or, like, say the right stuff or just ask if they speak English first. Don't just assume they all, like, know what Andalay means. Yeah, and I, I mean, I feel like India is a pretty English-speaking country. Like, you could probably find tons of people that speak English. Oh, for sure. When I was there, I honestly... It was so easy to travel there. Yeah. There's so many English speakers, which is also kind of like a privilege for us because we're like, oh, we can just go there and they'll speak our language. Yeah. (laughs) But it's true. (laughs) Yeah. So they get uh, the next clue, right? Yes. Yeah, the roadblock. The roadblock. And the, the... The roadblock description is for a person with a good sense of direction. And we can tell you right now that if this was us, I would not be doing this roadblock. (laughs) I know we need to go back to the episodes we've watched up until now and like keep track of how many roadblocks we said you would do and I would do because you can only do half, right? Yeah. Well, not in the first season. I don't think that they implemented that rule until like a few seasons in. I think yeah. I think it got to that point where one team member was doing every roadblock and they're like, uh, no, we're not going to do that anymore. So at least yeah. in this season, it, I don't, it didn't they didn't have that rule. So I just feel like we've said that on every episode so far of like the roadblock has to do with direction. <laughs> so, like, and I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Sadie would be the one doing that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I'm in Utah and I have my mountains as as a guide like I know what direction I'm going but if you like put me in the middle of a city that I've never been to I would not know which way is north south east west yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so they have to take a rickshaw and find a shopkeeper in the super congested market so many people everywhere but they do have it but they're given a specific yeah they have an exact address and they just have to find it But it's really hard because it's super crowded and busy. Yes. And I thought when they were like picking who was going to do this roadblock and Karen said that she was going to do it. I was like, oh, thank goodness, because (laughs) I don't think Lenny could have done it. (laughs) I just feel like he would just stand there. Yeah. And like not do anything. (laughs) Joe gets there first. Mm -hmm. And the shopkeeper gives them a replica of the Taj Mahal. And they have to make their way there. But they're not sure, like, they, they're they not given the name of it or the city. They're just given that replica. Yeah. And are told to go there. Yeah, and they don't know, like, how far away they are. And so, yeah, the Taj Mahal is not in Delhi. It is in Agra, India, which is more than 100 miles away. Yeah, but, so, like, they were, once the teams got the clue, they were, like, asking these locals, where's, 
where's this hotel? Because they had the name of the mm-hmm. hotel. And so they're like, where's this hotel? And none of them, nobody knew where it was. Yeah, the way they were asking them, it's like just around the corner or whatever. Like, this is a, a hotel 100 miles away in a country where there's millions of hotels. <laughs> yeah. You saw the Taj Mahal. Maybe, like, figure out where the Taj Mahal is because probably most people know where that is. And then get to yeah. near that place and then ask people where the hotel is. That's what I would have done. But yeah, yeah. there's just like so much confusion and people are getting emotional. Nancy's crying and... <laughs> yeah, Nancy's having a very hard time. She's having a hard time finding the shop and she's the one that gets there last. Mm-hmm. And before she even like leaves the shop, she's asking everyone around her where to go, where to go. She's like, get back to Emily and figure it out. She's so, she's just really struggling, like, emotionally, and she's like, I'm just going to get eliminated. I'm just going to be eliminated. Yeah, and, like, so she finally does get back to Emily, and they're, like, trying to ask the crowd where it is, and they're just trying to get money from them and stuff, and they don't know what's going on, and Emily was like, they're stupid. They don't know what they're doing or what they're saying, and I was like, yeah. I did not like that. Yeah, they're not stupid because they don't know where something is 100 miles away. (laughs) And that they don't just speak your language and know exactly what you want. Yeah, yeah, I did not like that. But (sighs) very heightened emotions and it's hard to judge people too harshly by the things that they say when they're in situations like this. But still, it was not great, so. Yeah. I wonder how many of these people on the shows go back and watch their season and are embarrassed. Oh, probably all of them. <laughs> I would say, like, when I, when I'm on the show, I'm, we're going to say when, not if, okay? Okay. <laughs> it's going to happen. I'm on the show, I want to be like, okay, I'm not going to... You can, like, say something dumb, pronounce something dumb, but, like, being mean to people, I'm just like, I'm not going to embarrass mm-hmm. myself that way. That would yeah. be the biggest. Everyone's kind of struggling finding the Taj Mahal and the hotel... And where to go and making it to Agra. But Joe knew exactly what city the Taj Mahal was in. So it's kind of just mm-hmm. like this whole time they've had the culture, like the cultural knowledge of the places they're going and what they're yeah. doing and stuff yeah. like that. And I feel like if we went, we'd kind of be in the same, like we're both so good at geography and like know where things are in general, like mm-hmm. knowledge. I kind of feel like I would know, oh yeah, that's Agra. We got to make it to Agra. Yeah. So anyways, they, they we would kind of totally like be so good at that. Time. And Rob and Brennan are making their way there also. And they don't have like the best taxi driver, not making the best way there. I think they start going in the wrong direction the first time and then turn around. But I'm actually impressed with the way they handle their stress. They're pretty nice. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, well, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, they try hard and they want to win, but they also don't like get super stressed out and... Yeah. Except I've hated the way that Rob was chewing his gum this entire episode. Oh, I didn't even notice. (laughs) It was driving me crazy. (laughs) I literally, when he was riding the rickshaw through the streets, he was just like chomping. Oh my gosh, it was so annoying. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't notice that. (laughs) Karen is yelling at the cab driver. She's yelling at Lenny. They're all trying to figure out where the pit stop is. And it's, mm-hmm. start, it's like, starting to get dark. I think mm-hmm. Joe, Joe and Bill check in in their team number two, right? Mm-hmm. And it's about dusk at that point, and then the rest of the team still have to get in, and it's at dark. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because all the teams are having such a hard time 
with their taxis and getting there and mm-hmm. stuff. And Rob and Brennan check in. They're like, you're team number three. And they're like, so surprised. They're like, what? Yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. They, I, I can't remember. I think it was Rob that said, I feel like we never see Brennan talk, like, ever. Mm-hmm. Any of the interviews of the teams, it's only Rob that's talking. We mm-hmm. never see Brennan talk. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, he's like... Our only hope is if Nancy and Emily ran into trouble and we hate, we don't want them to run into trouble. Mm-hmm. But then they get in and they're team number three and they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then Drew and Kevin check in and they're four and they're also very surprised. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, I'm guessing at this point there's no quote unquote punishment for last, last leg was a non-elimination and Lenny and Karen didn't didn't get eliminated so there was there any like extra thing that they had to do or did they take Mm -hmm. their money or it was just just keep going good job yeah Yeah, i wonder when they implement that like the non-elimination challenge the next episode yeah i don't know they haven't done that yet so yeah nancy and emily they check in and they're team number five and they're very surprised as well and it's just an example of you just, just like never give up. You're yeah, you never know what another team has run into. So just keep going. But the re- Lenny and Karen, I felt really bad for them because Lenny was having, he was puking. He was like car sick. Their taxi driver yeah. told them he knew where they were going and then he didn't. And then but didn't. He still took their money. They were having such a hard time. And Karen's like, Lenny, you don't do anything. You don't help me. But, and he's also like puking. And it's just like, seems so, so miserable. <laughs> Yeah, so obviously they were eliminated, though, and they were the first to leave the roadblock, too, so they got really behind with that taxi. Yeah, and this is probably, like, one of the saddest, um, Matt, like, the final Matt's, because it's just basically, Lenny, Karen's just like, um, yeah, this is just not gonna work. <laughs> yeah, and Lenny just stood there in silence, like, oh... I didn't know you felt that strongly. <laughs> it's like so sad. And then he was like, well, I guess so. <laughs> She's like, this was kind of a test on how we'd work together. And he just doesn't take initiative on anything. He doesn't do anything. I'm doing all the hard work. I'm doing everything and stuff. And she's like, this is just not going to work. He's just, just standing there. <laughs> I love him, but this isn't going to work. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, oh gosh, that's so sad. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm kind of glad to see him go because I just. And I they think very strong, and I don't think. They yeah, I feel anymore. like they just lucked out a lot to make mm-hmm. it as far as they did. They didn't they were always s- towards the back. They weren't mm-hmm. like challenging other teams are challenging themselves they were kind of just yeah it was pretty much luck a lot of times and other people making bigger mistakes than them yeah so i did um facebook stalk them i'm very interested to see what's (laughs) going on here (laughs) so post-race they did break up but they said it wasn't because of the pressures of the race but you know how could that not factor i know (laughs) like that's got to be some sort of catalyst for those discussions so from what i could see on facebook lenny got married and it looks like he has a son who's i don't know maybe 10 or 12 or so and 
he has aged very nicely. He looks pretty much the same. He's <laughs> he's super handsome, and he does not look twenty years older than he was on the race. And it looks like um, he's maybe a basketball coach or was a basketball coach, which nice. it fits. <laughs> yeah. And then Karen, she went on to become a lawyer, which also makes sense. <laughs> She opened her own practice, and she also has aged nicely. Like, she is so pretty in all of her Facebook photos. I was like, wow. Hmm. She, and she went to University of Virginia, which I love because I lived in Virginia for a little while, not that far from UVA. And I would love to just, like, go walk around the campus because it was so pretty. So go University of Virginia. <laughs> By the way, I get all of this information from that Amazing Race wiki. And thank you, thank you, thank you to whoever put all that stuff together because <laughs> everything is just right there. Um, but she has a profile picture on her Facebook with her at the Taj Mahal in 2017. And the the caption says, a much better experience than 16 years ago on the Amazing Race. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of weird. I don't know, like, People that date on the show and then break up after. This is like a significant life event that you guys do together. And then your lives just like you don't have anything to do with each other later, you know? Yeah. Yeah. People that are married or siblings or like lifelong friends, you know, they still stay, stay connected after the race. But people that date and then break up, it's like, yeah, that was a cool thing that I did with that person. But now I don't talk to them anymore. <laughs> it's just really weird. Yeah. It would be a very significant thing to share. And then, yeah, people, like, want to talk about it. And nobody knows what you're talking about unless they were yeah. talking to you. <laughs> yeah. Huh. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess that wraps up episode seven. This was a good one. I I did like this episode. It was, like, intense. It had a lot of drama, a lot of, like, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? And twists and turns and shocks. And so it was it was a good one. And, yeah, and now we're getting down to five teams, and it's just going to get more and more intense. Yes, five teams and, like, what did they say? Two or three more non-elimination legs? So we'll see these teams for a while. <laughs> Who is your favorite so far of the five teams we have left? I like Joe and Bill. I know a lot of people on the show hate them, and, I mean, the actual people competing against them hate them, but I actually like them. <laughs> Yeah, I I didn't love the drama last episode, and I thought that was kind of a, like, a not nice thing to do, but, I mean, I don't hate them. I I like Nancy and Emily, and, like, when they... Oh, I don't. I don't like Nancy. Oh, really? Mostly Emily. Nancy's cute and fine. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But when they, it was their introduction and they were like, we are so different and we do not get along. I thought they were going to be fighting like the whole time, but they've actually worked pretty well together. And Drew and Kevin, yeah, I of course love them too. Yeah, they're always good for a laugh and they're a pretty strong team. So Rob and Brennan. Oh, I forgot about them. That's just kind of, they're kind of forgettable. Like they're a strong team and they're good and they're smart, but they're kind of boring. And Frank and Margarita, I'm definitely liking them a lot more, more. in the last few episodes yeah. than at the beginning because he was mean. But he's mellowed out a lot. Or at least they don't show it on TV. I don't know. Maybe yeah. they were like, okay, two episodes of Frank being a lot is enough. And then we'll cut back on that. 
Yeah, like one of the first episodes hit her in the face. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we've come a long way since then. Yeah. I mean, they have so much footage that they have to edit down to like 45 minutes, you know? The way that we perceive people is exactly the way that they want us to perceive people. Mm-hmm. Is be- it, yeah. It's because they make it that way. So I'm sure these people are all lovely in real life. Or most of them. So <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not Frank. <laughs> all right. Well, we will see you next time for episode eight. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks. Thanks.